0: freshman U.S. Representative Mary Miller bullied by deceitful leftists and abandoned by cowardly Republicans. Another tempest is brewing in the land of the lost, formerly known as the land of Lincoln. It all began when, in a speech to Moms for America, newly elected U.S. Representative Mary Miller quoted Hitler's infamous assertion from Mein Kampf about the indoctrination of children. Miller said, and I quote, If we win a few elections, we're still going to be losing unless we win the hearts and minds of our children. This is the battle. Hitler was right on one thing. He said, whoever has the youth has the future, end quote. And the political world came unhinged. In a D.C. minute, Illinois' foolish Democrats, I know, I know, redundant, U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth and U.S. Representative Jan Schakowsky both on the wrong side of, well, everything, with unsheathed claws, pounced, calling for Miller's resignation. I forget, did Duckworth and Schakowsky call for the resignation of colleague Jim Clyburn when he first compared Trump to Hitler in March 2019? Did they call for Clyburn's resignation in March 2020, when for the second time he compared Trump to Hitler, and then for good measure compared Trump's supporters to Germans under Hitler's reign, saying this, and I quote him, I used to wonder, how did the people of Germany allow Hitler to exist? But with each passing day, I'm beginning to understand how, end quote. Did Duckworth and Schakowsky call for the resignation of Michigan Democrat U.S. Representative Brenda Lawrence when, in September of 2020, she compared Trump to Hitler and his supporters to supporters of Hitler? I can't remember. Did Duckworth and Schakowsky call for the resignation of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez when she called border detention facilities that Obama used to separate children from parents as concentration camps? In February 2020, did Duckworth and Schakowsky urge the firing of the history teacher in a government-subsidized school in Maryland who showed a picture of Trump above pictures of a Nazi swastika and a flag of the Soviet Union with captions that said, Wants to round up a group of people and build a giant wall and, oh, that is why it sounds so familiar. Lynn Sweet, writer for the lying leftist rag the Chicago Sun-Times, oddly and falsely, described Miller's comments as, quote, praise of Hitler, end quote, when all decent, fair, non-bigots understood her comment as criticism of Hitler and anyone else who seeks to inculcate children with evil ideas, as all tyrants seek to do. With his chest puffed up with the air of the self-righteous, Busy Beaver, U.S. Representative from Illinois, Adam Kinzinger, a self-identifying Republican who is always eager to condemn conservatives, jumped aboard the Smite-Miller bandwagon saying, I outright condemn this garbage. Yeah, that took courage. Setting aside Godwin's overused law, I think it's time for the faux outrage from politicians about comparisons to Hitler or Nazism to stop. Both sides use such comparisons. Some comparisons are more apt than others. For example, the comparison of the Democrat view that defective humans are legitimate targets for government-sanctioned extermination to the Nazi view of life unworthy of life seems apt. I'm going to climb in bed with a strange fellow for a moment, the very liberal Michael Hiltzik, writer for the LA Times, who in a July 2019 commentary challenged the leaders of the U.S. Holocaust Museum's quote, Unequivocal rejection of any and all efforts to create analogies between the Holocaust and other events, whether historical or contemporary. End quote. While I disagree with Hiltzik's apparent motive, that is, his desire for progressives to be free to compare Trump to Hitler, I agree with the view that the use of Holocaust analogies is not intrinsically sinful. Hiltzik explains his descent from the Holocaust museums absolute prohibition of the use of Holocaust analogies, and I quote him, The Holocaust Museum's view of its mission as communicating the history of the Holocaust seems crabbed and narrow. Its real mission is to communicate the lesson that, unique as the Holocaust was in scale, the evil that brought it about lurks in the psyche of humans in groups and may not be visible from the outset, end quote. He goes on to cite Yale Holocaust historian Timothy Snyder, who argues, quote, a monopoly on historical interpretation claimed by a single institution is a mark of authoritarianism. One of the dangers of placing a taboo on analogies ensures that we never learn what we need to know, end quote. Doesn't that reflect the oft-cited view of philosopher George Santayana, who famously warned, quote, Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it? Don't we teach the evil events in history in part so that we recognize the shadows of those past events in current events? When we recognize those shadows, those contours, are we not to speak of them? Don't be naive or gullible. Politicians don't really take offense at the use of Nazi analogies. Political animals without principles particularly animals who don't believe in objective moral truth or the source of such truth, lack even a grounding for moral outrage. Their faux outrage, like everything else they do, is a political tool for influencing people and winning power. Faux outrage, faux rage, emanates from whichever political side is being gored by the analogy. Don't fall for the faux rage. Don't be intimidated by it. It is a tall tale told by idiots full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Freshman Representative Mary Miller, a Christian, mother of seven, grandmother of 17, and farmer, under withering and indefensible attacks from around the country and next to no support from colleagues, has issued a gracious and humble apology for an alleged sin she did not commit. This is her statement. Earlier this week, I spoke to a group of mothers about the importance of faith and guarding our youth from destructive influences. I sincerely apologize for any harm my words caused and regret using a reference to one of the most evil dictators in history to illustrate the dangers that outside influences can have on our youth. This dark history should never be repeated, and parents should be proactive to instill what is good true, right, and noble into their children's hearts and minds. While some are trying to intentionally twist my words to mean something antithetical to my beliefs, let me be clear. I'm passionately pro-Israel, and I will always be a strong advocate and ally of the Jewish community. I've been in discussion with Jewish leaders across the country, and I'm grateful to them for their kindness and forthrightness." End quote. Oh, by the way, Hitler The evil monster was right on one thing. Whoever has the youth has the future. As Christians seek to train up their children in the way they should go, they would do well to remember that supremely evil men understand the long-term effects of indoctrinating children. Hitler was not the first, nor will he be the last evil monster to pursue our youth. There are other monsters prowling around, seeking whom they will devour.